0: But the Let's continue our lessons of understanding our Shema, amida and our Lord in general when we're addressing the King of Kings, Hashem. And so now let's continue with our amida, where it says here when we daven and we are at the section and the point where it says, "And your name is holy." And so, what is God's name? So usually a name is a means to identify someone or something. So true, God's name must be holy because God himself is holy. But what does that mean to us when we praise God's name? So if all this sounds esoteric or Kabbalistic, it most definitely is not. In fact, this notion that every Jew may know God's name is not some mystical longing, but rather a blessing to be realized by all Jews. In our daily morning Torah blessings, we ask, and please, my master, God, make the words of your Torah sweet in our mouths and in the mouths of your people, so that we, our descendants, and the descendants of your people will all know your name. So if God's name is not his essence, then what does it represent? So the answer lies in the poetic Shi'a Kavud, better known as Anim Zimrot, the responsive prayer that closes our Shabbat and Yom Tov morning synagogue services. They, the prophets, depicted you, though not as you are, but as you do. Your acts, your power. The Adon Olam prayer teaches us about God's acts and powers and the essence of God's four-letter name. God was king of the universe before anything was in existence. After all things will cease to be, he will alone reign. God is without beginning and without end. His might and rule are everywhere. And beyond these amazing powers of the Almighty, the poem declares, he was, he is, he shall be glorious forevermore. As a creation, the creator of time, God lives in the past, present, and future simultaneously. And when the Jews suffered as slaves in Egypt for hundreds of years, they had given up the hope of ever leaving Egypt. And when the time for redemption arrived, God revealed himself to his people with the name that promised them a future. I shall be that I shall be. And God had promised our forefathers to take their descendants out of Egypt and bring them to the promised land. He had promised them that their children would be as many as the stars of the heavens and the sand of the earth. God made these promises and he will keep them. He lives forever. And then the next, where we, where we say, we say, And holy ones praise you daily forever. So who are these holy ones? Who praise God daily? Are they God's holy nation? Angels? Or both. So the answer to this query may lie in the very fascinating historical fact. Originally, the kedusha prayer was not recited every day, unlike atah kadosh, which is the third blessing of the Shemona Esrei. In fact, Tosafot ruled that kedusha should be said only on Shabbat. So Sidur Rashi goes on so far as to say that kedusha is not an obligation. However, it is a beloved prayer and requires a minion if we choose to say it, and this might explain why Atakadosh makes no mention of angels in it, and that the holy ones who praise you daily would be the members of God's holy nation. Baruch Adonai leolam amen be amen.